Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm Rose Demetrius Mason. Join again by Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Dom. Triple D's, what do you do? Yes, sir. It is good. I'm happy. Um, I told Darnell I had something to say, and I just gotta say, you know, I mean, this is one of those. It's one of those games that I really gotta say, man. You know, with all due respect to our West Coast brothers and sisters. Wow, these all should start at eight because I feel amazing right now. <laughs> I'm happy, get extra hours of sleep. I don't feel like you know, I mean, cheated. Um, but nah, it was it was a it was an impressive game, incredible game for the Warriors. They won 107 88. Um, in this one, I mean, Steph 29 points, um, less than last game, but yeah, 29 points on nine, 21 shooting, six rebounds, four assists. Talk more about his impact later. Second high score actually was Jordan Poole went crazy at the end of the third, um, but 17 for him. And, you know, Clay Thompson, four of 19 from the field, but still they get a huge win. Um, for the Celtics, you know, Jalen Brown at 17. Al Horford, who ended up with 26 last game, just only two points. And Jason Tatum, the big Jason Tatum game, 28. The one we all knew was coming, that he would score 30. But what we did not expect was for them to just lose with him scoring 30, unless, you know. I should just believe in your pick from the whole the whole get go. But uh, Dom, what are your thoughts on this game and the Warriors' uh, time to series one one? I mean, you know, a big the main difference in this game from last game, even though you know the third quarter looked pretty similar in terms of you know the Warriors getting off in a big lead. Uh, the main difference was just you know the defensive intensity that um, that came about one big adjustment that they made this game that you that you know played a big role was that um Gary Payton Jr. played this game where he didn't play the first game. Um also Andre Gudala who had a pretty negative impact out there. Um he didn't play this game as well. So you know he pretty much got replaced. Another person who got some good playing time out there was Nemanja Bialika. You know he's a my seven. Like he was doing his thing out there, I believe. And, um, yeah, so um, – but the main thing for Boston was that in the last game, as, like, you saw at the end of the game, you know, Al Horford had 26, um, Marcus Smart had 18, Derek White had, like, 21. And then in this game, Al Horford had two, Marcus Smart had two. They still don't really pass Grant the ball anymore, so he only has six. Um, you feel me? Who else is out there? Peyton Pritchard only have four. Just the 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 role players on the team just weren't able to contribute much on offense this time. And you know, even though Jason Tatum was able to have a good game, remember, even though he was struggling, even though he shot like four uh, seventeen or whatever, he had like thirteen assists. So he was distributing the ball. You know, he was playmaking and everything. But him and Jalen, you know, they they took. They took all the shots and, you know, I mean, Pritchard took a good amount, but that was more so down the stretch when they were all really down by 30. But, um, you know, it was mainly just Jason and Jalen taking all the shots. And as you know, sometimes they'll go in, but sometimes they won't. And, you know, if nobody else is able to get in rhythm, then this is what the result is going to look like. So that's my output. All right, Darnell, what were your thoughts? Um, 
I think one of the biggest adjustments, obviously, was I think Draymond made the biggest adjustment of the game, and both of y'all alluded to it, but I think it might have been the first possession of the game. They give the ball to Al Horford and Draymond, and as soon as Al Horford catches the ball and then he, like, swings around to turn around and, like, make a decision, Draymond's right there with to tie the ball up, trying to take it away from him. And they get he get a jump he gets a jump ball out over wins it but it's just the fact that uh, Draymond decides to play defense on Al Horford this game which is a big adjustment because yeah we know game one he got all of those open threes he ended up being six of eight from three you know the best debut in NBA Finals three point shooting or whatever the record was and all of that stuff and. This game moves different on the defensive end for the Warriors. And offensively, they got some – they try some – obviously taking – having that lineup with Draymond Green and Andre Iguodala out there, it, it forced Draymond Green to be in a finishing position a lot as yeah. opposed to being the facilitator. And, and, and he took 12 shots. That's just not his game. This game, two of three from the field. Five rebounds, seven assists, nine points, plus seven, and he was his normal pesky self. Um, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Go ahead. There's something else I got to interject there. One turnover for Draymond Green. Carry on. Yeah, one turnover for Draymond Green. Um, so I Almost think – got ejected. <laughs> yeah, he could have got ejected a couple times. Should have, um, to be honest with you. Yeah, but yeah, for the Celtics, Jason Tatum minus 36, worst in his regular season or playoff career. Darnell, real quick, I got a question for you. Go ahead. Is it is it okay? Like, is I think it's a little fucked up that ESPN just put that up there. That's just me personally. I mean, it was, yeah, it, 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 it's a to little misleading. Fair. To be fair. He is like he did have by far the worst one on the team by like 20 points. And and you feel me? That's just what they're gonna, that's just what they do to the star players. Whenever the star players have a bad game, they're gonna show it. They're gonna show the lowlights of every star. I don't think it's I don't think it's you know specific to Tatum or anything like that. This that's just what they do. So if, if he's gonna be the superstar be the face of the franchise and everything like that. They're, they're going to show the lowlights just as much as they show the highlights. So maybe I don't watch as many. I don't know. It's interesting the timing, though, as they're walking off the court. I don't know how often I see that. I guess that's why um, that was just curious to me. And they show James Harden's failures like 50, like, like every time. Yeah. yeah but that's, but a that's, a bit, that's a little bit like you're on. No, nah, okay, I, I get what you mean. On a game-to-game basis, sure. All right, never mind. Good point. Good point. I, was saying yeah. I just think yeah. I don't go ahead. No, go ahead. I just don't think that. No, you're right. You're right. I'm thinking of it more from like a um, doing what we do standpoint mm-hmm. than uh, everyone wants to know about the stars. So, from my perspective, I'm thinking about like, I mean, Marcus Smart was minus 12 with five turnovers, two points. He was terrible, but. But if you watch, like, it was a lot. Even though Jason Tatum had four turnovers and only four, it really felt like he had, like, seven. 
because all of those turnovers felt like they were live turnovers that led to bats on the other end. Yeah, and they led to threes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he is going to do that. I mean, again, yeah, if, if, to be if, fair, to be fair, if the, if the argument, uh, if the argument is he's not that guy, he's not, um, but they still might win. But he, I think, I think one thing is clear is that he wouldn't, in my opinion, be the final MVP. Just, just, yeah, with shit, the, man. with, with the minus 36 plus minus. Give that shit to Jalen or give that shit to Derek or if, if Al, <laughs> I think Al just killed his case today, but. <laughs> yeah, actually the funny part about it, I think on NBA.com they had a finals MVP tracker and he was in the Al Horford was in the league going into game two. Of course he was. That makes sense though. Al Horford was one, Derek White was two. No, yeah. Jalen Brown was two. Derek White was three. Steph four. Andrew Williams five. That's the all changed going Yeah, so all changed going into the game three. So we'll see. We'll update. Later. Well, Steph's definitely yeah. one now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's incredible. So, to the worst, it's incredible that, like, they they kind of can't really score without him on the court. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think we kind of took that, you know, for what it was. But in the fourth quarter, they took him out when they, you know, reversed. And they're like, let's just keep him in for a little bit and just keep stopping on their faces until until <laughs> and And it was – I remember I'm watching them. It's the third quarter, and I'm like, it's getting slow. And like, it was like the same kind. It was, it was like what happened a little bit in the other game, but it was like, and more so a game against the Mavs. And I was thinking, it's pool, it's Jordan pool time. Everyone's looking a little tired. You know what I mean? You know, Steph is still doing his thing, but he needs like another boost out there. Clay, it's game two, so it's like Clay. I remember just thinking it, telling Adam they put him in. In this game, I was like, they should put him in. They didn't. What they did instead was they just put Gary in there, and they were just like, you know what? We're just not going to let y'all score ever. <laughs> and they're like, Steph is going to get us some points at some, at, at some time. We just got – and it's, the strategy to me was we're not going to let everybody else do it. We're going to make Tatum and Jalen do it the whole way. Because one thing we know about them is they both are stars, and they both are going to do something during the game. So at first the plan was all right, we got to stop Tatum and Brown. This time it seemed like all right, well, we we we're not gonna let Derek White and Al Horford just go crazy. You know what I mean? Well, um, one thing that you know Draymond talked about, and he 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 was in a, a podcast not that long ago. I forget with who, but you know when 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 they played, he said that when they played the Rockets in um 2018, the one they almost lost, he said that their game plan was like their whole game plan was to make James Harden beat them because you feel me like they were like you know he's just going he's going to dribble the ball he's going to tire himself out you know just the way he plays is an isolation style so you know at first he's going to get his number he's going to do his thing but you know over time he's going to get tired and then as the game winds down, as nobody else is in rhythm, and he, you know, is just scoring all the points in isolation when he's tired, then nobody else is going to be able to help him. So, you know, I feel like they took that approach. Now the difference is in this aspect is that there's two of them. But, you know, you take that same approach because really, it really is a similar type of thing. It's just two ISO players instead of one. But everybody else is essentially a spot-up shooter. 
It's like two ISO players and not one. The difference is, is unlike you know they when they lost to two ISO players and not one, these guys aren't LeBron and Kyrie, so it's they're looking a little different. Because again, that was the plan. Then they just couldn't stop them. Uh, yeah, you just can't stop these guys. I mean, I Tatum and Brown just—they're not that obviously. To be fair, and I was—I was thinking about it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, in how many series, like, can you can you say that stuff's I've played in? Well, I guess I guess the Raptors series could be one, but I was gonna say like where other than when he's playing LeBron, like he hasn't been like the best superstar out there, and I think the reason is because of just the gravity like he pulls, you know, towards himself. I, Dom was like, I didn't think he had 29. I was like, I mean, and you look, he averages 29 in the finals. It's just, it's just tougher to see. And I think he's kind of the comparison I would make is, especially in a game like this, it's a lot like Isaiah Thomas, you know, and just being that one guard. It's like a, it's like a. Talking fast- about the, you're talking about the Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, the Hall of Famer, yeah. <laughs> On the Bad Boy Pistons, it's not like AI, but with, like, better players around them. Because you look at the Warriors, and it's, like, nobody really stepped up. The only guy who really did was Poole, but Poole kind of did it, you know what I mean, after Steph had already done the shit. Before. Yeah. I'm feeling it now. Like, now I can – I just saw my idol do it. I can do it now. He started doing that shit. And that's just crazy by itself that Steph just had that kind of effect clearly. On Jordan Poole, he came in. Last game, he was like, all right. But just being out there with him, he was like, okay, now. Now I got space, and now it's not all on me. You know what I mean? And that's kind of yeah. what that's like. And then just the uh, the the ego of Steve Kerr and Draymond Green to clearly know what the right things to do were and just not do them in game one. And then just have them be like, all right, fine. We'll, we'll not be ass in game two. And just, like, this is what – this is why kind of we took the Warriors is because we didn't think Draymond would go two for 12 or Steve Kerr would play Andre fucking Iguodala over Gary Payton. And shout out Belikia, man. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah Bialika. Bialika had, you know, a great impact out there. And I think we have to point out how bad Clay was. I think someone has to say it. Clay was awful tonight. Offensively, I, he was really bad. Yeah, but, defensively, but I mean, the effort was there consistently. But he night. did he he did make a couple baskets in the third that yeah. you know help 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 stretch the lead. Mm-hmm. So he he did he did like a little bit, but it was like a little bit of enough. The, crazy the fact thing. that he's a plus a plus zero is like amazing. Defense, yeah, not getting killed out there. And again, the biggest thing to me is like, you know, again, guys like even guys like Looney are, just, are so huge. He had three steals. Damn, Looney. They were all from Jason Tatum. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Marcus Smart had five turnovers, and we're just not acknowledging. You know? I understand the blaming Jason Tatum thing. Marcus Smart was terrible. Like, I mean, God blame. The people blame the best players. That's just how it goes. If the best player has a bad game or or has a flaw, I won't even say a bad game. Tatum had a good game scoring-wise, but, you know, his flaws have been shown. He had a great game against Miami where, Mm -hmm. you know, 
he sometimes he just turns the ball over and his turnovers, like like Darnell said, Tatum's yeah. turnovers look awful every time. It just looked like damn, I just, because like they're so good in a half court defense that like really like really the only way to get in rhythm against them is transition defense because their half court defense is so good. But wow. like you know, every time like they turn the ball over, that's it just turns into a transition basket, and you know, it kind of just fucks the defense. It gets the other team in rhythm. And I think we talked about this during the regular season um, a lot, but Steph on defense now is amazing. And his, the idea, you know, we talked about earlier, just get stronger, just not be, you know, I mean, pushed around out there to be a little stronger and a much better defender is just clearly impactful. And the biggest thing that I saw was, because I was pointing out during the third quarter and I was like, um, where's about to, you know what I mean, snap it right now. But it was before they kind of went off. And Dom was like, I mean, it looked the same, you know what I mean? Because it did in game one. But the difference was this game, again, we talked about the defense. Last game, the Celtics had 80, and they were, had much more freedom to move. This game, the Warriors' defense was just on it, on top of it, and Steph was the leader of that. I think, you know, he definitely, him and Clay both took a lot more energy. And it started with Draymond, you know, trying. Um, and Draymond, you know, stopped shooting dumb shots. It was it just took so much more energy on the defensive end that it was like, damn. Yeah, it was it was just something about game one where it just seemed like they just didn't care. It was the arrogance. It was the arrogance they wanted to prove. It was like they wanted to that's they what it felt like. Of, yeah, they like wanted to prove by like sweeping the Celtics and making it look easy that they deserve to be here. No, just do your job. And it's okay. They had a game, they had a game lapse. Um, you know, Steve Kerr can be like that. Draymond can be like that. Stay Clay. I'm sorry, Clay. Steph wasn't. Steph was just like, all right, I'm here. It's the finals. Fucking let's go. And then you he know, said, I'm trying to win that finals MVP. <laughs> and his coach. And then Draymond was trying to win it too. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that time has passed, man. <laughs> he almost did it. He did. That's okay. He didn't. Just let my guy Curry win this one. And it just they just sharpened up. Now. I don't know. You guys got anything else you want to say about this game? Uh, I was going to add Robert Williams. Um, he just didn't look right all game. He only played 14 minutes. Yeah. And anytime, like, in the way he defends the pick and roll, he's going to drop real deep. And that is exactly what Steph Curry likes to do. So I want to see how he his minutes look going forward in the rest of the series. Also, yeah. another thing. Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, and because of that, Looney is proving to be such a problem because he really can't stay with Tatum, which is just fucking ridiculous. Um, But he can really stay with Tatum and then just cause so much havoc on the offensive end. Just being able to just catch oops, really, which is kind of all they, like, you know, need another person to do or, like, another player just hits every three, apparently. I mean, like, again, what we saw out of the, the Mavericks lineup, I mean, the Mavericks matchup. Mm-hmm. Tatum play like, I don't want to say he plays like Luka, but because, uh, you know, I think Luka's better and Luka's like a much better playmaker and stuff like that. But like, you know, the way they, they don't play fast, they play like, you know, it's kind of finessey. And it's just, 
and for Tatum, it's more jump shots over your face. Luke is more step back oriented, even though, you know, you know, Tatum has his little sidestep and he does like moves and stuff like that. But yeah. I mean, you know, they're just, he just doesn't play like with speed. So, you know, a player like Bialika, like, cause Bialika and Looney, they both kept up with Luca as well. Luca, Luca wasn't able to just score on them. And, you know, from this game, you know, Bialika had was was able to hang with with Tatum out there, and then so was um, you know, Looney. They just they, it's like they just don't take them off the dribble and just drop and just fly past them. Strength in numbers, man. Strength in numbers. Also. Tatum's not that explosive if you look at him like as an athlete. Yeah, I think Jalen Brown's way more explosive, but yeah. the problem is Jalen can't dribble as good as you would like, so he's not. As good as, but can Jason really? No, 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 he can't either. <laughs> Not that he can't dribble; he can dribble like in a. He can create a shot, but like it's just different. Now we saw the flaws against the game. Yeah. He exposed it, and then the Warriors are like, "All right, we're gonna play real defense tonight." And then they exposed it again. And this is why watching the game, he says, "Like, yeah, I'm not taking Celtics for the final." And then game one, we had a little worried, but it was just because there wasn't much ball pressure. And then Gary Payton, they're. Best defensive. Too player. much Iggy. Yeah, too much Iggy. And I mean, the crazy thing is, you know, if you guys listen to the podcast, you knew that. We knew that. Steve Curry even knew it before he did it. And he just wanted to win one last game with Iggy. And that was, uh, again, ego. It was basically like a fuck you to Kevin Durant, was what they were trying to do. And they can just do that by winning. That's all they have to do. <laughs> I think, uh, I just don't think um, Gary Payton was ready yet. I think he was a little nervous. Cause I seen after, still hurt. yeah. Cause I see after he took his first corner three, started rubbing his elbow a little bit. So he's probably just a little. Bit, and he got a, like a fast break layup, and he like kind of paused a little bit in the air, and he like got to the free throw line, but he really didn't get fouled. He just was a little nervous about going up. I got you. That's that's fair. That makes sense. Hey man, but yeah, Gary was huge out there. Darnell, you said you wanted to say something about the Celtics. No, I did. That's it. All right. So, I mean, moving on, like, to game three and kind of future projections, mm-hmm. um, I feel uh, <clears throat> feeling good. Feeling good that I uh, said that I was 49% worried about the Celtics, stuck with my Warriors guns, wasn't worried. Wasn't yeah, I'm so glad bad. you guy jumped off that seven. You was, like, at a 75 or something crazy. Yeah, I was steady with it. I was steady okay. with it. I take it. Officially. Officially. <laughs> 51% Warriors. My percentage now has moved um, up to 60% Warriors. That's my official how I see them. Okay. Solid jump. They did what they were supposed to do. You know what I mean? They looked a little more impressive than I thought they would. Uh-huh. Defensive end. So, uh, Darnell, where are you, what are you thinking? How are you feeling about game three and these future games? Um, I'm feeling good about the Warriors in six pick. Um. I don't know how I feel about this series going back to Boston. So, like, a lot of those shooters are going to feel like Marcus Smart's not going to have two points in Boston. That's just not going to happen. And I feel like either Grant Williams or Al Horford is going to make a lot of threes in in Boston. So, it's going to be a different animal in game three, I think, being in the garden. But I think the Warriors can still – Managed to pull out game three. I don't know if I'm ready to 
take him to. I guess I gotta take him right now, huh? So I'm taking words. You gonna take words in game three? Here's the thing: Boston's not been really great this postseason at home. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Like at all? So, um, they've been they've been actually, I believe, better on the road. If I remember correctly. No, yeah, that's that's true. They have been. So taking the Warriors, I uh, I think I'm gonna take the Celtics. I, I don't think I don't think it's something like they have to. The Celtics have to hit threes. I think the Warriors just aren't letting them shoot them. <laughs> Like they're guarding them, they're like, okay, now nah, we see this now. We won't let them do. That's my problem. What's your percentage? What a uh, percentage you got in confidence in the Warriors winning series? I got a sixty-five percent Warriors. By the way, for those who don't know, we're doing this because the the ESPN FPI came out and said the Celtics had an eighty-four percent chance to win the series before it started, and I thought that was a. Uh, Little high. Um, <laughs> Dom, <laughs> Dom, Dom, what is uh, your opinion of game three in the series? Um, you want you want my percentage? You want me to give like a whole preview? Go give a whole all preview. of it. Oh, okay, cool. All right, cool. So, um, yeah, you know, going back to Boston, like y'all said, they haven't been amazing on the road, and Golden State, you know, came out with a crazy defense and everything like that. But I mean. The only thing I'll say is we'll see what Ime Udoka comes up with. We'll see what he draws up because, you know, I don't know. I don't know how they're how they're going to play. Like they just have certain flaws on the team where, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to mask them. And again, like if Golden State is going to force Jason and Jalen to do it, then, you know, they're just going to have to find ways to get their other to get their teammates involved. And, you know. Um, we'll see how it goes, but I say my percentage is um right now I'll probably I'll probably agree with the sixty percent Warriors. All right, all right. It sounds like pretty good percentage to me. You know, I'm, I'm kind of Warriors, but you never know. Celtics, like I said, you know, really just gotta get lucky three more times at this point. So yep. never know. You never know. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed. We'll be back game three on the Wednesday. So game three, Wednesday night. Jerry two nights sleep and rest. I get back on the 9 p.m. grind, baby. Um, <laughs> for Darnell and Dom, this is Demetrius. And I hope you guys enjoyed. Later. Triple D's deuces. <laughs>